time. Chant. <coughs> oh. Om. Sarumangalam. Devaya Devye Matriksha Mangalam Mangalam Bhakta Brindevyo Sarvalokaya Mangalam Om Stapakaya Chadarmasya Sarvadarma Surupine Avatara Varishtaya Ramakrishnaya Mangalam Om Sarashiva Samarambam Shankarachara Majamam Ashmarachara Prayantam Bande Guru Paramparam Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshwara Guru Reva Param Brahman Tasmai Sri Guru Venama Tasmai Sri Guru Venama Sri Ganesha Sharada Guru Pyodamaha Jai Ma So continuing our many year long discussion it seems on Introduction to Kali Puja Volume something, 30 or something, 30 something, something getting high And so last week we cancelled due to uh, something came up. So two weeks ago, we talked about... Manasapuja. Correct, Manasapuja. <laughs> the mental worship or the internal worship of the goddess. And we were talking about that the, the process, of, as per the Tantra Shastras, is that first, after everything is purified and, and all the deities are worshipped and put in their place and directional deities and everything's ready and internally... And the main part of the... That all leads up to Bhutashuti, internal purification... Then installation, the Swashakti um, Nyasa, the, where, where the Pranapatistana in oneself, the deity is first installed in the heart, and a body is created for her using uh, uh, the letters of the alphabet, Nyasa, Anganyasa, Karanyasa, Matrikanyasa, like that. Um, then then, then the, the deities, the various, de- the Panchadevata and other deities are worshipped, and finally, the pitta, we call it pitanyasa, where pitta shakti. The uh, today we may go over through the same list again. I'm not sure. All the deities, the um, the deities of the altar. And the altar is the idea that we're invoking the cosmic altar, where Ma sits. You know, as described in the, in the scriptures, surrounded by devas and pillared halls and special trees and or cremation grounds. In this particular case, what type of what type of um, throne she sits on? That's invoked first within the heart. Right, and then again, nyasa, uh, a nyasa of her bij mantra is done. For this particular case, Kali's bij mantra here is kring, the, the, the kriya bija, with the syllables kram, krim, krum, kraim, kram, kra. Right, the, the way of separating the kring sound into its various vowels, which are, the, which are the expressions of the mantra, invoked onto the fingers of the hands and the, and the limbs of the body, karanyasa, anganyasa. Um, and then I think that's the order we've been going through. Let me double check because I'm talking, just talking. We're just talking here. Right. Uh, uh, yes, Anganyasa. Uh, 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 and then finally, the, the, we spent maybe three weeks talking about her Dhyan Mantra. Meditate, describing the form of meditation revealed and given to us in the scriptures. The form, here specifically, Dakshinakali, this form of Kali. According to the deity worshipped, that there's a mantra or a set of mantras. Dhyan mantras that are recited to invoke, visualize, sonically invoke, and to give the mind the content to visualize what the sages saw, what the sages passed down. And we do that holding a flower in Kurma Mudra, 
like we've repeated, we've talked about this already, so I won't go through it. Maybe we chant the mantra, visualizing appropriately. Then, what we talked about last week, you put the... we do it all in one week last time? We did pretty good. We, um, uh, that's incredible. We did, everything. we did more than one page in one week. We put the flower on our head, and then the whole, the whole visual, the whole puja that we do externally in the puja is done internally, right? And so we mentioned last week that this could be done different. One way is just visualizing doing it, right? Just like we, you know, like we offer incense. We in your mind offer incense. In your mind offer light, like that. That could be that simple. That's one type of manasa puja. Another is to imagine it in, you know, what's going on in the heavenly realms. You know, where you know there's a just a few days ago is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Gorpanima, the uh, holy. And so it was reminding me of a very beautiful uh, song composed by Bhaktivinoda Thakur, famous saint in the tradition, called Gora Ariti. Right? And if we were to understand, it could have just been composed to be a beautiful thing, but we believe, and I think that's what the claim is, that it was from a vision that he saw. Right? Well, there may be a statue of Chaitanya, like a wooden statue doing this or this like that, and they're doing little brahmachari waving incense, like, the, like in all the temples. Right? But he saw in the vision, we believe, he saw what was really happening. Right, he saw that in uh, uh, that uh, that uh, uh, Narada Muni is playing on his veena. Shiva and 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 Brahma are, are fanning him with 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 um, um, with fans, right? Well, all the gods are singing. We're very. I mean, it's a beautiful uh, uh, description, right? It may just be a brahmacharya waving incense, but what's really happening is what's like. So part of the visualization could be that visualize, you know, in Vrindavan or in. For us, work would be Devi Loka or, or a cremation ground. I'm not quite sure which one. <laughs> it would be dangerous. <laughs> right? Uh, uh, in, in, in Mani Dweep or, you know, in the center of the Yantra, the goddess is sitting on a throne or the Panchadevatas, you know, being fanned by Lakshmi and Saraswati. There's descriptions like, you can see the puja, like what's really happening. Who's worshipping? The gods. Brahma himself is a pujari. Right? The Vishnu is playing the music. I mean, it could be, it could be that type. That's one type of meditation. Right, the one that we more, spend more time describing is, is is very tantric and yogic in its interpretation, where the all the aspects of puja here are the sixteen primary aspects, more than sixteen items, but the primary sixteen items of worship are done using the tattvas. We say like uh, first visualizing. We mentioned I'm going to go through the whole thing, but visualizing the ocean of nectar within the ocean of nectar. There's a Island of Precious Jewels, Wish of Feeling Jewels, and the Island of Precious Jewels, there's a Wish of Feeling Tree. Underneath that tree, you see the Divine Mother, the form you're worshipping, seated upon the lotus. The lotus is, her seat is the lotus of the heart. So that's already a big deal, right there. If you can get to that, you're almost, you're halfway there. Puja's over, Sri Prashadam. Everybody gets, everybody gets full blessing. You know, if you can do that, you're doing good, right? But then what do you do? Then, then we do the 16 items. So you offer a seat, the heart. You offer um, uh, water for washing the feet. She's giving the thing. It's a water. That's water dripping from the thousand petals. Now, of course, that's a little presumptuous to think we have water nectar dripping from the thousand petals. But if we did the Bhutashuti properly, we have water dripping from the thousand petals, right? Right. From the moon, the moon has, has infused the liquid of the moon. The amrita from the moon has infused all the chakras. So that water is used for wash your feet. The mind is off. Is is given as argya for water for rinsing her mouth for wishing for for bathing her is also that same water the nectar from the thousand petal lotus then um, um, what are the other ones flower insect, fl- uh, earth what's, what's, earth is given as flower scent scent, scent. scent. Uh, yeah. yeah so uh, earth is the, the earth element the pritpitattva is given as fragrance the mind is the uh, mind is given as flower 
I think, right? Um, the, I, I do it, but I, I very rarely speak. It's only like the fifth time ever, ever that I've spoken it, probably to you, when I'm not giving your class on, on puja. You, you don't speak these things. Uh, the pranas are offered as incense. The tejas tattam, the principle, the element of light is offered as lamp. Right? The ocean of nectar is offered as drink. The mind, the intellect is offered as food. Right? Then the umbrella, the thousand petal, petal lo uh, uh, lotus is offered as umbrella. Right, the sound element is offered as song. The om is offered as bell. Right, then the dance performance. The Go for mind. it. The, the <laughs> restless, restless the restless nature of the mind <laughs> is her dance performance. You're a dancer, you're, and you have a restless mind. It's perfect. <laughs> I only have a restless mind. I don't know how to dance. You have way things going for me. But I can offer her my restless mind. You can offer actual dance, right? This is the thing. But I, what a beautiful thing is that what's her dance for her entertainment? She's entertained by watching us try to concentrate. <laughs> It's not the least bit entertaining for me when I'm trying to concentrate and not really. But at least we know we provide some mod uh, entertainment for our mother. So this is good. <clears throat> My restless mind is offered as dance, right? So like that, we described all these type of things. And then also then we went a little more into like uh, goat sacrifice and, and, and buffalo sacrifice is lust and anger, right? Then japa is done. I think is how we end the japa is done. Um, um, the rosary strung on the kundalini with the beads of the ch of the uh, the letters of the alphabet in the chakras we kind of described that so that's cool now what do you do <laughs> we left it there right? <laughs> right so in some puja books there's a, there, like I'll, I'll tell you there's one this is a line from the shakta nanda tari taran gini tantra i didn't get that right but Shakta Nanda Tara Rangini Tantra. It says, after seeing the Ishtadevata in one's own heart, one should establish her image, her in the image, picture, vessel, or yantra, and then worship her. O Parameshwari, Shiva speaking, talking to Devi. In the worship of the Devata, one should think of the particular ornaments and carriers. Oh, there, we'll go, uh, this is too, going too far. After seeing the Shitevan in one's heart, one should establish her in the image, picture, vessel, or yantra, and then worship her. That's the, that's the classic line. Equivalent lines are found in the tantras. So after we, we, for, we Dhyan Mantra, after seeing her and worshiping the heart, then we establish her in image, picture, vessel, yantra. These are the, the ways. So, of course, we have an image. Here we have, this is the Murti, Archana Vigraha, worshipable deity. Uh, many things are prepared to make an image uh, to be worshipped um, the, the form has to be correct it has to be carved in, 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 uh, in correspondence to the Dhyan Mantra right? it should also be beautiful That's another thing there's actually uh, there are three things that make a deity living according to Sri Ramakrishna anybody know do you know three things oh. the beauty of the image right the devotion of the sponsor, right? The person who's sponsoring the temple of the puja, right? And the uh, and the uh, 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 purity of the priest. Hopefully, I got those right. Something like that. Accuracy, like these. Do these things go together? This is why this, this it said that Dakshinishwar is why the deity to come alive. A beautiful image. Some of the most beautiful kali's. There's ten thousand kali's in Calcutta. There's no kali like Dakshinishwar kali. I tell you frankly, right? There's many beautiful ones, but there's still no kali like Dakshinishwar kali. 
just by the beauty of her. Just like there's many Kali's, I mean, this is unique Kali. We're also very lucky. We have a beautiful Kali, right? And then you have the, the sponsor, Rani Rasmani, so much devotion, right? And what's a pujari like Sri Ramakrishna and his family, you know, this is not a normal pujari. And therefore, the statement is the, the, the goddess would be awakened quickly, right? This is your view, you know. The ceremonies were done to awaken her at the, at the date of the Pranapatistana. But the, um, the statement was that, oh, the goddess would be awakened soon means the three things are coming together. She become more and more living, more and more powerful, more and more. So the, the deity has to be beautiful. It has to be um, according to the scripture. It shouldn't be whimsical by somebody's imagination, right? It should also be made out of proper materials. The material being used is also important, right? And the scripture has mentioned that the, when you put prana, we'll talk about how to do that as we go this week and maybe next week, how, when you awaken, you install the, the deity, the energy, the life, of the, the breath of the deity in, in the image, um, uh, it has to hold it, right? And so different type of um, elements will hold uh, um, the prana different lengths of time. Like, for instance, a clay, out of clay or paper mache, that type of thing, right? It says about 10 days, the prana, right? And what do you do? Like when we do what's the deities we do like that? We'd make a Ganesha out of Ganga mud for Ganesh Taturti, mm -hmm. right? You install and 10 days later you put in the Ganga, mm -hmm. right? It's not meant to be permanently worshipped. It's meant to hold the energy, the prana. You don't have to every day install. You, you install for the, at the beginning of the ceremony. At the end you withdraw the energy, you put it in the Ganga. Or Durga Puja, they make an image out of clay and paper mache and these type of stuff, right? They install her, they worship her greatly. In three, four days they put her in the Ganga, right? It's not permanently worshipped, right? Stone, I forget there is, like, I have it in my notes, I don't remember it offhand, I remember some of them, right? Uh, 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 if it's out of stone, it has, let's say, I'm now making up numbers, just to give an example, like a hundred years, right? So an image that's been installed a hundred, that prana will last a hundred years. This is without any other ceremonies, right? Uh, uh, or uh, uh, made out of um, crystal, three hundred years. This is why crystal Sri Yantra or crystal Shivalingam, crystal Ganesha, if it's installed, it holds the prana without any puja, without anything. You don't have to do anything to keep it going, right? Mm -hmm. A water pot also, water has a certain amount of time, a Yantra has a certain amount of time, so there's different things. So anyway, so the image has to be uh, made out of the substance that will hold it. But even then, then there's elaborate, especially for a temple puja, there's elaborate ceremonies that are done to purify the elements of the deity. And just like the things we're doing internally to the puja, these are done externally to the image the first time it's, the image is worshipped. Um, so there's in an image, a picture. Now the thing, the picture, what's the beauty? The picture has to be beautiful. That's the only thing. That's really my has mind, you know. It's like because really, in an image, the picture is not holding energy, right? It's holding your attention, right? It's, it's beautiful that they retain me. And of course, we see, oh, this picture was worshipped by Sri Ramakrishna. Oh, this is, you know. It's still holding <laughs> attention, you know, after all these years, you know, but, but uh, uh, um, uh, it's been touched by him, so it, the elements become pure, of course. But uh, the picture is another thing. Then a yantra, the other thing is a yantra, uh, which we've discussed a little bit, and we'll maybe talk more as we get into it. And the other is a uh, vessel. Vessel means the kalasham, the, the uh, ghat. In Bengal, they call it ghat, devi ghat, right? Um, um, the rest of India often kalash they call it uh, the water pot and the worship of the water pot I think the we I think we we didn't talk about the, at the beginning the worship of the pot I didn't prepare to talk about the worship of the pot but the worship of the water pot in a Devi it's like for Shiva you have to Shiva's worship through a Shiva Lingam 
right? You know, so without a Shiva Lingam, there's no real meaning to worship of Shiva. We love, we have beautiful Shiva Murtis, right? We have a beautiful dancing Shiva. You see our new dancing Shiva? Okay, we have a new dancing Shiva. How beautiful, right? But the puja to Shiva has to be done through Shiva Lingam. That's how it says. The image is for our, ah, how beautiful, right? For our, it's for the, for the mind's enjoyment and for relationship. But the puja is done, it has no meaning except through the Shiva. That's what the scripture says. Right, you can say no. I worship my statue. That, that's your devotion, right? The scripture says she. So similarly, the Devi, her worship is done through the water pot, through the ghat, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember when we first, when Ma first was installed, some history of Kali Mandir. We don't have to go too much into the history of Kali Mandir, but there was the original water pot that was installed was taken away by devotees. I'm not going through the history. We're not going through the history, right? <laughs> Right. Uh, but anyways, the point is, so we figured, okay, that was, it was a, um, not to create conflict, we accepted and we kept me like this. But we didn't realize, because we think, oh, the image is beautiful and been installed, the priest came from Dakshinish, were installed. But they're like, oh, no, you need, a, you need a God. Right? So actually, in a certain sense, that's why we had a second big puja. Right? The priest had to come back to reinstall the God. We were worshipping Ma all this time. We believed she was living like that. But still, you can't worship Ma without a god. Right? We were worshipping beautiful images like that, but still, it's not, true. It's not proper. Right? And so they came back. And so we had another big festival. Right? And it's established a new god. So this is, this is Ma's second god. Right? Uh, um, uh, and by that time, it's like, okay, it's a, next year. Come back. <laughs> and kept 17 years they came, you know. And so, and, and, and the, the ghat also has a certain, um, uh, the water holds for a certain amount of time. We, ch- we generally it's changed. It can be changed once a month, every couple of weeks, like that, according to the tradition, you know. We, uh, for many years, we changed it every Amavasha. Dakshinishwar has changed every Amavasha. Here we change the water pot, the water in the water pot, and reinstall the, the ghat every, um, uh, during the big Kali Puja, Shama Kali Puja, Valaharani Kali Puja. Ritanti Kali Puja, generally we hold like that, right? Um, so the water and so the God itself is very interesting. It's a very, um, it's a very ancient um, image. It's older than I mean, in, uh, I haven't re- recently done research on this from research from the scholarship of twenty years ago when I was doing research on these type of things. Where it was considered one of the most ancient forms of uh, worshipped images. In India, which is one of the most ancient goddess traditions, unbroken goddess traditions, so it's a very ancient. It goes back way before images, way back. Even it could be, if some of the scholarship is to be is still relevant uh, and accurate, uh, before even the fire worship was done. Fire goes back, of course, early Vedic times, right? But this is even earlier than Vedic times, perhaps, right? It, uh, there's references of worshiping pots of water, invoking, especially the goddess, goddess in the worship. Now, in any temple, a lot of temples and special pujas, you do Satyarayan puja, you establish a water pot, you establish Satyarayan. If you do Ganesh puja, a water pot, you establish Ganesha. Right? So it's, it's the water pot, can, anybody can be established in a water pot. But especially for Devi, this is, this is her original image. And the image is that of Devi. In a simple pot, it becomes, like we have, well, not, we don't throw one, we have, a, we have moved it. It's just like the, the womb of the universe. Right, that's one way. It has several meaning. One is that the womb of the universe, right? The the container of the universe, which is Ma's womb, holds everything in it. Right. And it's also this body. Right. So it's Ma's body and the universal body and our body. Right. And in Bengal, especially in this form, this more 
very stylized form, right? It's, it's literally like the womb and the uterus. It's like directly the whole apparatus of the feminine system, right? Right, so it's definitely her. It's given that, not just like given the type of symbolism, it's that symbol for sure, right? Uh, uh, and, and, so it's, and it's also our astro body. And in Bengal especially, they, re, they cover it with red, with um, kumkum mixed with ghee. We do it every month. We re and Amavasha. We or the day before Amavasha. We re we we coat it um, with uh, red lit, and that's blood. That's the blood, you know. And it's Ma's blood, the menstrual blood. It's the sacrificial blood. It's that the Devi, all the symbols of the Devi and Prana, right? And then you also see there's a coconut, and we use a green coconut with the stem still attached. Now, if you do a home puja, people bring a coconut. You put the coconut there. You do the best you can, right? But it should be the green coconut with the the stem, mm -hmm. right? And usually five mango leaves, five or more mango leaves, right? Mm -hmm. And so the meaning of that is this is also like it's our body, it's Ma's body, the universe, and our body. So in Ma's body in the universe, you have the womb of the universe and the five elements. These are the five. In our body, it's the five senses, mm -hmm. right? These are the five leaves, right? And then the coconut is our head. And that little thing that comes up is the Sika. Right, that the the shikar of the that's uh, uh, considered the very top. The top of the body is here, in case you're wondering. Not here, where the bindu chakra is, where where the tikka is tied. That's what that's sticking straight up. Right. <clears throat> so this is a very so, and actually the reason I'm mentioning this because the next the way we're going to do this, it says first the the deity should be in the heart and then should be established in the deity in the image water like that. But although in daily puja we're worshiping Ma, but we're not actually reinstalling Ma, right? You know, so we're putting our mind there. We're actually reinstalling the God every day here in our puja, right? If you don't have a God, you have a deity. You'd reinstall the deity every day, right? But you don't. We're not reinstall. It's she's there. But what are you installing? You're actually giving new life. New. You're putting your attention there for sure. But something's happening also, right? We'll talk about that also, right? But we're not that we've established the God, but there's all these mantras for establishing the water pot. We don't have to do those every day. We do them once a month here, but we still do have to do it every day. So we do it through the medium of the conch, right? So that next to we have you know the water pot and we have the koshkushi. We've done the installation of the water of the koshkushi, arga stapana, visheshaarga stapana. We've established once a month or a regular thing the the ghat, and we're and and we're also now for daily. And in once a year or once every 300 years, the deity is installed, right? Or, right? And then uh, the murti. But every day, the water pot, the conch is installed. So the conch is also the same as the kalasham, right? It's considered a mini kalasham in a certain sense, right? And just like the kalasha is the symbol of the womb and the uterus like that, the, the, the conch is that too. The conch is the yoni. It has that symbol, isn't it? The feminine symbol. Right and 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 um, and so that's also so when you establish the conch, you're establishing the god, you're establishing the body of the goddess, you're establishing the universe, and you're establishing our body, right? So the whole thing, you know. So it's it's interesting how it works. I think. So let's see how it works. Manasapuja. Hmm. So. Where we left off, we established the you you uh, meditate on the deity in the heart. You put the the, uh, the flower on the forehead, on the on the top of the head. Do the internal worship, and then you take that same flower in the simple form, then gets offered 
gets offered, um, uh, gets placed, Jaima gets placed. Um, uh, uh, uh. So what do we do? If, we, if you're close to the deity, that flower, you can just offer that at the feet of the deity. In one sense, you're already, you're already transferring the Shakti. Right, you know, by, by, by doing that and just then offering that flower, that flower that's been here is the whole thing, and then it's offered at the, at the feet of the deity. Or if you're, if you're near the deity, we put it on the deity. It's a little far for us to reach, so we put it on the head of the god, usually. Right, because kind of, another important thing is the god, another point, the god and the deity are not different. And the god also sits on a yantra, which is also not different. Right, and it represents the universe represents the supreme goddess and it represents the body right so that's an important point like there's continuous this connection between the body the body of the goddess her form the cosmic body of the, of the goddess as the world right and the, the statue of ma right so continuously your your yantra your body the ghat the image the cosmic deity Continuously, everything is being so. At a certain point, when these are all identified, right? If you put a flower here, you put a flower at Ma's feet. It's the same thing. If you put it on the yantra, like you can't reach the deity, you put it on the ghat. Same thing. The ghat and the deity are the same, right? That's the thing, right? And it says like the worship of the deity in a temple is done to the ghat, ghat, right? But we all see. Oh, Ma looks like she's smiling. Pooja's going well. She looks alive, right? You know how beautiful she looks, right? Because they're not different, right? Like, uh, so the deity can be seen as like the face of the deity. The, the murti can be seen as the face of the ma. And so if I'm looking at you, and I'm talking to you, like, oh, you know, it's like, I'm so happy to see you. How are you doing? Are you okay? You know, I'm looking at your face, right? But I think I'm talking to your heart, right? But I don't know how to, I can't, you know, if I start, if I cut you open, look at your heart, there's a big problem, right? <laughs> I can look at your face. Your eyes would be the window like this, right? So the deity is like, is like the face which you can see for the beauty of Ma, the reaction, the human thing. That. But the puja is not done to her face, right? It's done, it's done to her soul, right? Or with her, just like from our soul. It's not from our, it's not face to, if we say face to face, communicate face to face. Heart to heart's better than face to face, I think, right? <laughs> Right, so our heart to and Mars my heart to, you know it's hard for us to pull in Indiana Jones you can pull out the still beating heart of some <laughs> Shaivite and offer it to Ma you know? <laughs> you know, like, right but actually Ma has pulled we have her heart external we can worship it directly very carefully right so it's very interesting how that that, that dynamic so we offer this flower uh, uh, to, to Ma so now we establish before we can we'll do the whole thing it's like we did that internal meditation and Dhyan Mantra, internal meditation, Nyasa. Now we're gonna, we're, we've done this internally. We've prepared our body. Our, we worship the deities within the altar, the deities of the altar within our heart. We've invoked, we visualize Ma in our heart. We've created her body through Nyasa, Anga Nyasa, Karanyasa, through the Nyasa of the hands and Nyasa of the body. Right. Now we've done it internally, we have to do it externally. So we do it to the deity. And we do it to, but we do it through a medium of the conch, right? That, that's the, the in between through the through the medium of water, right? So all the things, in a certain sense, we've done to ourselves. All the things that we're going to do to the deity, we're going to also do to the ghat, to the conch, right? The vishesh argya stapana, the establishment of the deity. Special uh, here it translates as deity of the conch, the deity in the conch, right? So we start it's like we've done we've done this a long time ago. We probably don't remember. When we do the when we establish um, like achaman, 
patra and the koshkushi like that. You you space. You take water from the koshkushi and your and your and your and your ring finger, and you draw a yantra, that shakti, a triangle, circle, and square. We talked about that. Now this, we I won't go into full details of what each symbol represents, but that square, that circle, and that triangle is within our own body. The square is muladhara chakra. Right and the and the triangle is the pit of is the kundalini, the pit where kundalini is. So actually, when you when you worship it here, you're actually worshiping deep within. But now you're doing it. We've done it deep within. Now we're going to do it, seemingly outside, but also deep within. Right. So we we move where the conch is going to be. You draw a circle, square, square, and then you offer. And when you offer, you think, oh, there is where these shaktis are. But it's also deep within where these shaktis where these shaktis are. Shaktis are. Oh, Om Hrim Adhara Shaktyari Bhyo Namaha. We've done these mantras already. We worship uh, in this, with this fragrant flower, we worship the Shaktis, Adi Shaktyari Bhyo, beginning with um, Adhara Shakti. We worship the Shaktis beginning with Adhara Shakti. Adhara Shakti means sustaining, holding Shakti. That makes sense. This is that Muladhara, the thing that holds up the sustaining. So, this is a ba- you're, when you're establishing the base of something, you, the Shaktis are the Shaktis that uphold. But the shaktis that uphold in our body are kundalini. Which is what's, what's holding our body up? We have muladhara chakra where we sit. That's our, you know, this this is not a nothing. Underneath in in kundalini we visualize it as muladhara underneath the kundalini. The material world is just a speck of dust, right, floating on the cosmic ocean of of, of cosmic shakti. You know that so it's that 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 it's like when you see like you know a leaf floating on a, on an ocean. What's what's sustaining the leaf, the ocean, right? So the the power we're we're worshiping is, it's not like oh there's a little power holding this big thing up, it's this tiny little thing being held up by infinite power, right? The whole cosmic ocean of consciousness is holding it up. That's the adhara shakti, Om Hrim adhara shakti adi namaha. Then we start. Hear me the conch. You pour the water out. It's better if I have the conch. It's hard to describe. Mm-hmm. Ganga water is ideal. <laughs> but what, you know, we use filtered water, just a filtered, a clean water. Mm-hmm. You know. Thank you. And you get the stand also. Thank you, dear. I don't know if this is on the camera, probably. Um, so, there, there, the, the, the way of establishing the conscious done, can be done in different ways. Even the Ramakrishna Mission book had a particular way of doing it, which we did it. We took it from then. Then I began to notice when I'd be in South India, and I, 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 was, I was stuck in South India, I guess. I was due to a karmic crash. <laughs> uh, 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 and, I was, and I got to watch, got to watch uh, every day the puja at the Chennai center, at the sub-center in Tinagar. And it was beautiful. They have a very simple puja, but very clean, clear. And, and, and I love pujas, so we're watching. And I noticed that this part was different. Right? Well, he was doing it slightly different than, than the way we had done it in our book, the way we had learned it. Right? And then I learned, and, but it made sense to me. The steps made sense. You know? Then I learned that, that, uh, that in some of the books it has, it has been changed. Right? And that has to do with uh, uh, the two forms or three forms of the Ramakrishna Mission's puja. One came out of the Tantric tradition of Bengal. Uh, and through, I think Shivananda's Swami Shivananda's uh, father was a tantric. They, they formed most of the puja, and then also Swami Ramakrishnananda, who went to South India, was also from a pujari tantric family. 
right? And also, and he kind of established his own version of the Ramakrishna. It's ninety-eight percent the same, but this is one of the points, and I liked it; it made sense. And some of the newer versions have that, so I've corrected it. They're not corrected; I've adjusted it. So this is the form I'm giving. If, there, if there's some book, somebody has a book that may be slightly different, the same basic principles are there, right? So. We all, we move the thing. We draw the yantra and offer flow. Right, and then we're going to put the the uh, conch uh, um, uh, on the on the. We're going to sprinkle the the, the standard to purify it, right, and place it on the on the yantra, right. You sprinkle it astraya pat, which is this weapon mantra, and place it with the mantra om, and then we're going to worship. Now we're now each step the conch. A conch filled with water on a stand had three things: the stand, the conch, and water. Right. So that's uh, these are the three things: water, a conch filled with water on a stand. So first we're gonna do. So each one of these is gonna be given a different um, um, cosmic um, meaning, tantric meaning. Right. And so in our body, if we want to awaken shakti, we have what's in our body that awakens shakti. Right. We have our subtle nervous system. We have the ida. Ping, we have our primary nadis, and the pre, three primary nadis: ida, pingala, and shushumna. Right. This means sun, moon, and fire. Right. So each one of these is going to be given assigned sun, moon, and fire. Right. So first is going to be given the conch is going to be given the meaning of fire. Actually, uh, 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 makes sense. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, um. So anyway, so uh, um, so we'll offer a flower. Itaganda pushpe om mam vanni mandalaya dasha kalatmane namaha. We worship the ten divisions of fire. Now these numbers are important. There's ten divisions of fire and twelve divisions of water. No, sun moon of sun moon. I'm getting this wrong. Fire, right. sun. Fire, fire, sun, then the sun. Twelve divisions of sun and sixteen divisions of moon. Now usually we think in the normal Kundalini system, we have sun and moon and fire. That's the Kundalini. But actually this is a little different. Actually we have sun and fire and moon is the goal. Because we're, because we're trying to invoke Amrita. Right? And Amrita is from the moon. So actually, Amrita is superior to sun and fire. Actually, in this particular thing, actually, sun and fire are both masculine. Moon is feminine. Amrita is feminine. This is a, the real nectar. So it's, a, it's using the same th- three principles, but redesigning them. So the center actually is not fire. Usually, we have sun, moon, and fire is the rays going to mean this is different, right? All right. So let's see what what are the elements of fire here. I'll tell you what 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 these we simply we actually said Om Mam Mani Mandalaya Dashaka we worship the ten aspects the ten colors the ten divisions digits aspects I don't know how to describe colors there's no simple Western concept but all those things combined aspects of 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 of, of, of uh, segments aspects digits I don't know ratios I don't know what, I don't know how to, what the word is of fire so we can what are they specifically. Dumra, Dumra, Chire, she say, which is, I won't say them in Sanskrit. Smoke, heat, glow, flame, issuing sparks, blessing, beautiful, yellow, and consuming. 
These are considered different aspects of fire. If you think of fire, there's different, almost bhavas of fire. Fire does these different things. It's beautiful, it's yellow, it's consuming, it's smoky. It's, you know, you can, some way to describe it, right? And Dumra, Ushmaye, Jwalanye, 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 Pishpulinganye, Sushriye, like at these different mantras. And we use them when we're doing the Sri Chakra Puja. These are individually worship. Here they worship together, right? Vani Mandala Dasha Kalatmanenam. We worship the ten divisions of fire. That means in the in in the stand. This is now not the stand. This is fire, right? That's means which that's the central thing, right? Then we purify the conch. The next step, right? Om Astrayapat Om, right? And then you off. Then you worship the conch. Like so, uh, worship the conch. Etagunda Pushpe Om Am. Arka Mandalaya Dwadasha Kalatmane Namaha. With this fragrant flower, we worship the 12 divisions of the sun. Now, of course, 12 is the number of the sun. Every different, like the number of Devi is nine. Num- you know, there's numbers associated with different forms of, the de- with, of, the, of different deities. The sun always is 12. Like a, a 12 face Rudraksha is the Aditya, the solar Rudraksha being like that. There's a common thing. We have the 12 months, we have the 12 signs. You know, like that. But so these are interesting. There, this is not the twelve signs of the sun or the twelve months of the sun. But all signs and months are the, are dealing with the pattern of the sun. The sun patterns are, are ten. Let's see what they what the ten, twelve twelve patterns of the sun. Let's see what they are here. The sun is very fiery, so it's very and heating. So, uh, tapini, 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 dumra, marichi, jwalini. Ruchi, Sushumni, like this. I'll, I'll, I'll describe hot. That makes sense. Fire is sunset. Burning hot. You know, there's hot days and burning hot days, you know. Right? Smoky. Rays. Fiercely glowing. Bright. Lighting. Giving enjoyment. Cosmic. Awakening. Remembering. And forgiving. These are different. These are a little bit, some of these are like uh, um, a little bit given some poetic meaning uh, the bhava behind these aspects so these are the 10 12 aspects of the sun right so etaganda pushpe uh um the different beach mantras also um arka mandalaya dwarashakat manenamaha the 12 the um uh, the mandala of the 12 so actually it's a mandala that's another point right so this is actually you know almost like the circle of the sun has these 12 rays Right, the circle of the of, of of the of the fire has ten rays. The moon is said to have sixteen rays. That's the next one, right? So now we fill the conch with with water, right? With now, and sometimes we chant the bij a bij mantra, the deities bij mantra like kring, one time as you fill it, or three times, or five times. Different texts will say different things. So exactly, exactly what do you that means when you're installing water? You're not installing water. You're installing mantra. You're identifying the mantra. The water with the deity, right? And then you offer another flower. Now we worship fire in the stand. We worshipped the sun in the conch. Now we're going to worship what? Moon in the water, right? Etaganda pushpe om um the bij mantra for the moon here um soma mandalaya the mandala of the circle of this moon with shodasha kalatmane namaha with its sixteen colors. Now you can see in when you do in Sri Antra Puja or Devi Puja, 
Like it's for it in the Sri Yantra, in the center of the triangle, the central triangle has 16, 15, actually 15 plus the center. These are the 15 Nitya Devis, right? Nitya Kala Devis, right? Each phase of the moon, the moon, and actually the moon follows a 16 day cycle, right? 15 plus, plus 16. So from Amavasha, what are those? There's um, Pratima, Dvitiya, Tritiya. Chaturti, Panchami, Shasti, Saptami, Ashtami, Novmi, Dasami, Ekadasi, Dwadashi, Triodashi, Chaturdashi, and um, 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 Chaturdashi. Then you have um, Amavasha Purnima. These are 15, but there's a 16th transcendent that's the Supreme, right? So each one of them is, is controlled or personified or connected uh, with an aspect of the Devi. Right, so and and we and so you see each facet of the moon. When you see a moon go through its different phases, it's very different. We often say that between new moon and full moon, way different. But every day of the moon is different. From the first day that you see it emotionally, romantically, by beauty, cause, karmically, astrologically, it seems every day is different. You know, holidays are holidays are fixed to when the moon is on its thirteenth day of this particular month. That's when you fix a calendar date, in 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 Hindu calendar, right? So these things are very, very important, right? And so from full moon to new moon, there's 16, 15, 14, 15, or really 16 digits, right? Uh, and that is how, from, from, that's how the Devi becomes fuller and fuller and fuller and fuller and fuller, right? And so the deities described are extremely beautiful, right? Be really each one more beautiful, more beautiful, more um, uh, gorgeous and erotic and life-giving and, and 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 life affirming and 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 prosperity, you know, like until we what by the time you get to the full moon, she's at her most expansive, right? Like Lakshmi, so does, and you can, what's her name? Sodashi, the goddess of uh, the full moon. The god is Sodashi, sixteen, right? And it's also connected to the Indian ideal. Of course, this is uh, not this is not my field of research, but uh, it says that 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 actually uh, a girl at sixteen is at the prime of her life. I'm not going to doubt you're all at your prime of your life. <laughs> we salute all of you. <laughs> Every girl is at their prime of her life. So you have a, for instance, so the, so the Devi is worshipped at different ages. She's worshipped as a five-year-old girl, right? As, as, as a nine-year-old girl, as an eight-year-old girl, as a 16-year-old girl. She's worshipped as a, she's worshipped as a widow, right? Dumavati, all these different phases, right? You have um, Bala, Bala. Bala is given, I think, five, I think five years old, right? So you can see if I, when a five-year-old girl comes here, you see they're little goddesses, mm -hmm. right? They're a different type of a manifestation, but not the full. They're the most, and important is the most inspiring and the, and the safest to worship, <laughs> right? Here's, maybe they're coming. Yeah, the male, the Shiva equivalent of coming. Right? Uh, so, so but, but 16 is considered a full adult at the prime. This is the ancient, so there may be some cultural critique that can be done of this, but that's not my job. That's... <laughs> If you guys want to write papers for that, for the classes, you can. You know, it'd be a very fascinating topic, but this is not... I'll happily grade the paper, but I won't <laughs> write such a paper. Um, uh, uh, so, what, but, so, so, but this, this 16 is important. This is the phase of the moon and at, 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 at everything at its most full. But then, what's the other 16? You go from full moon to new moon, right? There's another, the Nityakalis, the Nityadevis, which are worshipped in the Sri Yantra, and the Nityakalis around the triangle that are worshipped in the Kali Yantra, right? They're much scarier, 
each one gets fiercer and scarier and angrier and darker and fiercer. You know, I already used fiercer. It gets fiercer, fiercer, fiercer yet, right? Because it is good, but it's not. There's no change. The moon hasn't changed. Our perspective has. She. We've seen a different aspect, or she's showing a different aspect. That's all, right? We've seen a different, and we. Can you close? That's getting cold. Um, um, it's getting um, um, uh, 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 uh. but the moon hasn't changed, right? So the Devi hasn't changed. All these different aspects are different, but they're the moon is the moon. So, anyways, what are the 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 sixteen colors? Uh, um, I'll describe them in her mandala. Um, first one is Amrita. So her you know, moon is Amrita. This is Soma Amrita, right? So nectar or immortal mortality. Nectar, pride, creative, happiness, fullness, joy, contentment, glow, moonlight, brightness, sheen, grace, loving, offering, full, and unchanging fullness. That's the final thing. These are the 16 aspects of the moon. Very cool. These mantras that can be offered or together. So that's worship. So, and so the moon, the full moon is worship with all of her colors, right? That's life at its fullest. That's Devi at her fullest. That's Devi at her most giving, right? Or this is full Purna nectar, right? And so this water pot is full. Right, the Devi is full, right? And in the our body, the, the moon is, where is the moon? Of course, the moon is, where is the moon now? Over there somewhere, right? Right, and and we have, of course, let's see, which one's the moon? This is sun and moon, right? The moon is here, in, 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 in chakras, the moon is here, but it isn't the only, we have many suns, many fires, and many moons, right? They reflect each other in the body, in Tantra. We have another moon here, right? There's a, and we have a moon here, and we have all kinds of moons, but there's a moon in the forehead, and this is the moon that when in, in our when we did our visualization and description of the Buddha Shuti, when the serpent came up and came above, right? What happens? She comes up. The hood comes up. You have a, 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 a visual aid. <laughs> Always a very painfully and expensive, expensive and painful visual aid here. here. <laughs> yeah. Right. What it, it comes up and, what, and and it comes it comes up and like that, right? And it has fangs. What what's those fangs? Do the fangs bite the moon? There's very poetic tantric poetry of the bitten moon. Very interesting that the snake comes up and bite. And you see even isn't there like old mythological imagery of the moon of the of the of the snake swallowing the moon or biting the moon? There's there's that in Western esoteric symbolism too. Hmm? There is a Leonard Cohen song, for instance. That's the the. the yeah, I'm sure he had a bitten moon, <laughs> for sure, right? But what happens is when that image is there, it, when it bites the moon, then it it unleashes the full moon is full of nectar, right? Stealing the nectar. How do you think snakes are immortal in the mythology, right? They're immortal because of Amrita, right? They they when they come up and she takes that Amrita and it pulls it down, right? It comes in and pulls it, and and when it pulls it back down, what happens? It sucks the 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 the, the Amrita. And as she comes down, she bathes all the chakras, the whole body was, was Amrita. Just like when you worship a Sri Yantra, you do all the things to invoke the Amrita, and then you bathe the Sri Chakra. Right here, we can invoke all of it, and you can use this to bathe the deity. Right? That's the same thing. You said your bath, her bath, they're all identical. Right? <clears throat> with this fragrant fire, we worship the 16 divisions of the moon. Right? Now, 
Sun, moon, and fire is established. Very nice, right? It's the full, the full thing, right? In our body, in the conch, the deity, cosmos, everything is all done. But we're, we're going to do all here. We're going to do it all in, in one place. Um, so then we, yes, like, there's a, we established, we offered, uh, when we did the koshkushi at the very beginning, the first day or second day of our puja class, when we established the water pot, we established, in the, which is also the yoni, just like this is a yoni, at the base, at the entrance of the yoni, we, we, uh, we offered an argya, a respectful offering. And the argya, we discussed what argya was last week also, this because uh, we did internal argya. But the external argya is usually made, I, I described it as something similar to like a corsage, right? You know, something like that, something, you, or you, you present a, 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 a bouquet and some respectful things when a guest comes, a VIP guest, a shawl or a thing and like this type of, or at a, before your prom, you get the girl, of course, some, it's actually kind of an awkward looking thing or a bouquet for a, a wedding or something, but without it, it doesn't seem right. Or without a corsage, it's, it's not you didn't do the you didn't write. Or at a wedding in in a Western wedding, without a bouquet, it seems. What you, you forgot the bouquet? That's just like that's like ridiculous, right? So something like that, right? It's a respectful thing that's required, right? So you make this argya because now we've invoked sun, moon, and fire, the supreme goddess, in 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 the Khan. So you have to give a respectful offering, and so that offering is you do a flower with some leaves. Some dubro, uh, um, uh, uh, three leaf, durva, durva grass and bivla leaf, and or tulsi depends on who we're worshiping. Some rice, some sandalwood paste, red sandalwood paste, white sandalwood paste. All these holy holy things is done. You'll see you know, one little white one there at the tip there. Now this is also offered in the gut, it's in the in the in the conch itself, right? And this is a very this is considered a very special, right? Now we're offering it here, and there'll be a point where we offer it externally to Ma. You'll see sometimes we get up and or I hand it to somebody and, and during big puja, and somebody touch it, puts it on Ma's head, right? Or something. We get up and do it like that, right? If you're sitting close enough, then you'd offer that at Ma's head. And sometimes you make a new one, but sometimes our tradition is the the one from the conch itself is offered, right? So we're offering the same argya from the conch is also because they're not different, right? They're they're they're, they're constantly identifying the conch, the ghat. The yantra, the body, koshkushi, the deity, everything again and again and again. Their connections being made again. So then, just like we haven't done this in a long time, but there is a series of mudras that are are done to to establish when we establish the koshkushi. The same is being used to establish the kanch, and different mudras. The the primary mudra that's used in a certain sense is denu mudra, right? This is the main one. Denu mudra is used for liquidy things. Right, because it invokes amrita, right? That's uh, and and uh, uh, it's it's from the it's not it's kama denu. This is I don't get too much into, but denu is the what's a den, denu is a cow udder, right? It's a kama denu, the original divine cow, her udder, which is not just pouring. Our, our hopefully, if we have well taken care of cows, they, they out of love they pour milk, right? Uh, uh, um, but the divine cow, she's pouring amrita, nectar. Right, so so this is the nectar. So this is this is the main one. It could just be on that, but we have a whole series of cool tantric secret uh, uh, mudras, right? Hand gestures, right? Pagan hand gestures. <laughs> I saw online today. Pagan hand gestures. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Yeah, so let's let's learn about pagan hand gestures. Right. So I'll, so first one is I'll even describe them. Is avaguntana mudra, right? 
And it's we use the left hand. I'm not. It's not a class on mudras, but I just just to demonstrate because people see it, but it's not what we're doing. And we may have done the. I'm not sure if we've gone too far into it. This is just like you're pointing to somebody, and you're like, no, 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 no. You know, you're doing this, <laughs> right? You go from 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 left to right. There's another thing where you do the other other way, and they're doing different thing. Now, the general understanding that this is almost like separating, like a force field, like you're cutting a little. You know, a little section, right? And that's how I've understood it. And because that's, but that's this one, not this one. You know, I thought of it this way, but actually, I was told by people who know more about pujas than I do um, um, that actually this mudra means it's to reveal something. You're separate. You means this. You're you're not just protecting it or making a force field around it, a little magical force field. Although I love making little magical force fields. I mean, all into that. Right? It'd be cool if you could do that. You know been trying to do that since I was 12, you know, <laughs> get my sister out of my room, the whole thing, but <laughs> very minimum success, some success, I got, I'm more powerful now, so I'm sure I can do it now, but, but, um, but what you're doing, if the, this section that you're cutting up, you want it to reveal itself, it's a revealing mudra, right, you want this to reveal, what's it revealing, of course, sun, moon, and fire, right, these are, but what's the, these are aspects of the cosmic shakti, right, and at the root of everything, and everything we're seeing everything at its most external, most gross, most limited, most bewildering, most um, uh, uh, we're seeing everything at, at least accurate. If we saw everything, we'd see it as God, right? So we're trying to make to see this as God. If we, everything is a deity. We're trying to. It is a beautiful statue, but that thinking of a beautiful statue has not much spiritual value. It's better than thinking something horrible, but it's not that spiritual. Right? You can think of something, you can think of many things, but if you think of God, if you see it as God, see her as God, you know, so see, we should see everything as God, but we'll start with, in a ritual way, a ritual is a way of consciously, um, through a, a sacred a series of, of well-established, revealed acts to, to bring out its godness, right? And the question is, does something happen to the water in the conch by doing this? Is it one thing, oh, it's already God, and we see it as God. Or is it already God, and now it shows itself as God? Right. We'll go into that, but we'll see next week. <laughs> Maybe this week. I have 2607, I'm doing pretty good. Hum, <clears throat> right, so that's the first one. And then there's, we do, there's different, different books and different traditions. We'll do different things. I'm just showing what we do, because originally this whole series, somebody asks, we watch Puja every Amabasha online, and I don't know what you're doing. It'd be nice if I knew what you were doing. Right? So this is just describing kind of what we're doing. You know, that, that's all. I'm showing our way, right? And then there, so there's, there's another mudra, chakra mudra. And there's different forms. Chakra mudra is Vishnu's chakra. And so there's two forms. Of it. One is, this is a nice chakra, right? You know, that means that, you know, you can imagine this is, imagine the spinning. Or this is also something spinning. This is another chakra, form of chakra mudra. Some books, the Ramakrishna book, book uses this. Right, the um, Gaudiya Vaishnava Tantras describe this. So I like both of them. And there's two mantras that are used, so I use both of them. I do, there's one mantra for this and one mantra for this, right? Just cover all bases. What if one of them's right and the whole thing, one of them's wrong and the whole thing doesn't work? <laughs> and this is why none of your prayers are being off answered. Right? So the mantra is Yam and Ram. So these are bead mantras for, these are elemental. Anybody's car beeping? I think it's fine. Okay, maybe sometime if you pocket, if you, we can pocket 
panic button. <laughs> um, so what's Yam and Ram? Yam and Ram. Yam is the beat mantra. Anybody know? The what? Yam. Air. Oh. Air. Right. And Yam, that, that means here it starts to check it. But and Ram is the beat mantra for what element? Ram. Oh, fire. fire. So air and fire. So if you want to purify something, right, a good way of purifying things, Tantra uses lots of ideas of burning stuff to purify, right? You know, we use that purified by fire, even you know, we've been tested by fire, purified by fire, right? So before you burn something, you need to dry something, right? And of course, it's weird because we're trying to burn and dry and burn a conch full of water, but it's not water, right? We're trying to dry and burn the impurities, right? Now, there could be impurities in the water that aren't water. That's one thing to filter. Or there could be impurities in the water that are, that are uh, uh, the water is nectar, thing that nectar is not always completely pure. Right, or it could be the mind that's being pure, impure, uh, being purified, all simultaneously. Right. So by yam, you're actually drying any impurities, and ram, you're burning any impurities. Right. We did this, and we did the butushuti, right, where you point where you where you, uh, you uh, inhale with a certain mantra with yam to burn to dry the subtle body and astral body and the papapurusha, and then with ram you burn him, you burn it and burn him. Right. That we we this is. A year ago's talk, I think. Um, uh, uh, yam, so, hum, oh, sorry, the first mantra is hum, to the burning, fiery, protective mantra we talked about. Korcha bija hum, yam, ram. Right? And then, once, if you've burnt, you've dried and burnt, now you have a bunch of ash. Right? You need to filter it. Right? These are, so, then there's different, so, this is one form of uh, galini mudra, it's called. I think, yeah, galini mudra, filter mudra. Or it can also be done, I think, like this. They also do Galini Mudra, pretty sure. I think in the Ramakrishna Mission book, it gives it like this. Right? Like a, like a net, like a, like a sieve or like that. There's another, like a sheath or thieves, like this. Right? And we use the mantra of a shut. Right? And then there's all kinds of things that need to be impurified. There's also, um, you can, of course, we've all seen our. our uh, parents have done this, our teachers have done this, our significant others may have done it. They can give you a look. And you know, you know, it's like you can, something ask, one look and something can be destroyed, you know. <laughs> Mother looks at, she can destroy universe with an angry look, right? The, the goddess like this, right? Right. So we can also destroy subtly with our angry look, right? You have to be careful. Actually, be, and actually, we're very conscious in Hinduism, they're especially very conscious of people's angry looks. We call it drishti, right? The evil eye, right? Not to like people look and, you know, even especially during um, like a small child, they put a black dot to absorb any people. Even, oh, a cute little dot. But you know, even that, even that somebody coming, oh, what a cute little baby. It's kind of weird to me doing look like your baby that way. Even that can have a weird shakti to it, you know? So it's done to absorb it and you wipe it off at the end of the day, right? There's all kinds of people wear talismans. It takes the drishti, right? There's people, you know, they, um, people put them... Um, 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 uh, uh, limes by their door. These things can absorb some of these things, these type of things, right? So this is, we're we're giving the drishti, but to anything in inauspicious. So we give a fierce. It describes as a fierce look, right? And we put the the, the in 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 um uh, bhairava mudra. There's two. We talked about this already. Bhairava and bhairavi mudra. Bhairava mudra, and we look we we look a and we give a angry look. In case you're, you know, I have my back to you, but I'm giving a really angry look. Bow shut to any impurities. 
then this Danumudra that purifies, that turns into nectar, right? With the mantra Vam. Vam is the water beach mantra, right? Connected to the moon, connection to nectar, connection to the water. Naturally, that, that's turning everything to nectar, right? <clears throat> Interesting, mudras have, this is not a class on mudras, but I'll give a few brief description. Mudras do many, many different things. They're symbolic acts, right? They're, um, they, they're, um, um, you can see some some things some mudras are more symbolic than anything. There's some things like that, right? Um. Communication. Hmm? Communication. Yeah, yeah, you know, and we use our hands, right, to express. That's another thing. They express emotions and feelings. Mm-hmm. We do this when we're angry. We do other things when we're really angry. You know, with fingers, and you know that we and people people get people. It, it, it's it's an expression of some feeling. So similarly, in this case, one of the ways to understand this. It's symbolic of it looks like a cow udder, so it's symbolic, right? It's uh, but it also it's intentional, right? If I'm angry, if 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 I'm if I'm scared and I do this, that's scared mudra, right? But what if so? It's like I'm scared, or I'm angry, right? But like, what about turn to nectar? That's that's a, that's an intention. Turn to nectar, right? What does that look like? We've never. We weren't taught as a kid in high school, junior high school, how to what hand gesture means. Turn to nectar, right? You know, like we don't know that gesture. We don't know that even the emotion. We know what that means. It's just these weird words that, that yogis talk about, right? But we do know what it means. We do know what it looks like. This is what it looks like. Turn to nectar, right? And, you know, and so maybe you've done this in school, in, in, in psychology class in high school or something like that. I remember uh, where like, like, do like like clench your hands like this for like and have the whole class and like that and pretty soon people start getting stressed start getting irritable and start getting angry because this is the mudra this is the shape of anger anger when it flares up takes that shape right but you can create a vessel and then and and, and, and consciousness takes the shape of its vessel right so you become, your emotions take that you become angry or you know it's like if you smile right even if you're in a bad mood you slowly your mood changes because the shape is wrong, you know, and the endorphins are different, and you know, so similarly, so this is one way of looking at mudras is that a way of expressing, you know, emotion. So we don't know what it means yet, but if we know what it looks like, we can slowly know what it means. Our consciousness will take our energies and pranas will take it. Another aspect of mudras, given that taught to us by Radhikananda Saraswati, they're steering wheels of prana. I like this definition very well, and there's many tests, you know. I am, but I'm not going to do it now because it's. Uh, it's yeah, I don't want to get distracted, but in in our when we did the class at UCI on 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 yoga, uh, um, subtle anatomy and yoga, right? There's a class full of yoga teachers. Very interesting. I said, okay, everybody just do this and breathe. Okay, now everybody do this and breathe. And one of them, people breathe. Whole class breathed into their chest. The second one, the whole class breathed into their diaphragm. Right. All they did is between this and this. Right, you know, it's like so. So these change the way prana moves in the body, mm-hmm. right? And these are dramatic things, right? You know, take a, to take a, a abdominal breath or a, or a, a upper chest breath. You know, I don't know what these are called. You know, right? But this has an effect. 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 You know, all these all these different mudras we use in meditation change prana, right? There's mudras for the elements. There's mudras for the chakras. So this is a very complicated thing. Right, you start switching. I always think of it. Imagine, 
uh, like a switchboard operator in the old days. You you know take this wire, take this wire, and you know get them all. And you switch them, and all of a sudden a whole a whole another world opens up. You, you get through, you know. So this is a very there's all kinds of complicated mudras. Like one of their purposes is not just symbolic, not just expressive, uh, but also it changes the flow of pranas. Right? It's a, a steering wheel of prana. So this is a very elaborate one, but it's a um, bum. And then we do the yoni mudra with hrim, the bij mantra, one of the primary shakti bij mantras. And also this yoni mudra is identical to this yoni, uh, uh, and it's a way of invoking the, the, the shakti, the, the internal shakti of the goddess, right? And then this water, is, now it's all great, but now we have to, we're invoking the Ganga and the other holy rivers, right? And we've talked about this long time ago, and we get, we get in these, this, these classes. The Ganga, actually seven auspicious rivers are invoked. Ganga, Yamuna, Saras, uh, Guravari, Saraswati, Narmana, Sindhu, Kaveri, and... Did I get this one? Ganga, Yamuna... Uh, Godavari, Saraswati, Narmada, Sindhu, and Kaveri. I, that's I, I was, I'm not good at counting with my fingers. Um, uh, 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 um, uh, these seven rivers. Now, there's many holy rivers in India, and in elaborate pujas, a lot of other holy rivers are mentioned, right? You know, uh, like. Uh, uh, but these are the main. These are the main arteries of India. The the main holy rivers, right? They also exist in our body as the different channels, the flows of energy, like Ganga, Yamuna, and Saraswati, or Ida, Pingala, Shishumna. Mm -hmm. These are simple, right? And the other ones are also been recognized. I'm not, I have to think about it a little bit, look at my notes, like I don't think about it all the time. We say this all the time, right? We say Om Krong, so we start Om Krong, Gange, Cha, Yamune, Chaiva. Ganga, Gange, O Ganga, Gange, Mikam, Gange, Cha, and Yamuna, Chaiva, Cha, Aiva, and also, and then I just get a list. It's like a comma, 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 and at the end. We're putting and at the beginning. And a bunch of commas are, not commas, uh, semicolons, I guess, when you list something. These are semicolons. Uh, uh, Ganga and Yamuna and also Gravari, Saraswati, Narmana, Sindhu, and Kaveri. May the, all these seven holy rivers, mentioned by name, Jalesmin, may the waters from these holy rivers, Sanidhim Kuru, be present here. You're invoking the holy rivers, right? And we've read, I don't want to read give this because it's been a long time we've given this this topic, but we have, we have probably an hour uh, lecture on this already. But these these are also these are these are pros in the body, and we visualize when we're doing this. We use this mudra. It's called Ankusha mudra, right? It has different meanings in Western culture, but in Indian culture, <laughs> it is Ankush mudra. Ankush mudra is what's an Ankush. Um, Goat, elephant goat. So if, when, you, when you see a giant elephant being controlled by a mahout, right? They usually have this hooky thingy. <laughs> and they kind of tug a little bit here and they tug a little and they can direct. A huge animal can be, can pick up, you know, a coin, right? By, by, by the directions of somebody with a hook. By training, obviously, you know. Uh, so what's this big and so a big elephant is just like in Ganesha symbolism the big elephant is the mind right so Ankush controls an elephant is Ankush controls the mind so actually interesting when we do this what are we controlling the Ankush we, we're not really control, we're not really controlling the goddesses of the, of the seven rivers 
right? We're controlling the mind to see properly because all water is that. The great line of Nikola Baba, all, all, all rivers are Ganga. All trees are desire trees, right? We don't see things. We don't see, we don't see anything purely. We saw, so we have to see properly. But still there's an intention and an actual action. We visualize these coming from the solar region, right? Through the disk of the Samtam, beyond from the astral heavenly worlds. Because these rivers, as per the, the, the stories, they're not just flows of water, they're flows of energy. They're not just flows of energy, they're flows of the goddess energy. These are goddesses that exist in the heavenly realms. Ganga comes from Indralok, from, um, yeah, and from, from heaven, from Swarga, you know. Right? Uh, and they come, and they, they come down, right? They make a long journey, right, through the solar region. So through the disk of the sun, the dusk, this is an, a very mythological way of looking at things, but the, the disk of the sun is a window to which the upper worlds, we, we look through, we go through the disk of the sun. Ishupanishad describes how to go through the disk, through the, through the disk of the sun, to the other world, you know, to the other. So these ancient, these divine goddesses, they come down and they flow, as per the scripture, they come down and flow into, the, um, you know, Ganga fell on the Jatta of Shiva. We know all the stories of different, how the different goddesses came down. Yamuna is the sister of Yamaraj. There's a whole story for him. Narmada is from the sweat of, of, of Lord Shiva. There's a story of how she comes. Each 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 of these the rivers has has a has a story, right? But so we either we mytholot we we ritually recreate the mythology of how they came down, right? We install we put our mind to understand what's really there, or we actually call them down, right? And all three are true, right? Because Water before this and water after this is different. It's treated differently, is different, right? There's something, that's one of the principles of uh, Pranapata that we'll get to next week, God willing. Om Krong Gange Chajamuni Chavagravari Saraswati Narmadi Sindukaveri Jalis Minsadihim Kuru. May the holy waters of the sacred rivers Gange Yamuna Chaiva no, Chaiva is not a river, Gravari Saraswati Narmada Sindhu and Kaveri be present here, right? And they come, so we direct them. We're directing them through the sun, to re- just like they came down in ancient times to Lord, by, by the prayers of King Bhagarat to save his sons, right? And by the acceptance of Lord Shiva, you know, or these different things like that, we, they'll come down again for our purpose, right? We have some work to do and we need their presence. So if great if you have Ganga water, because then you already started, we have Ganga water, we start with Ganga water, right? But a drop of Ganga, we believe Ganga, Ganga water is always pure. Gangavari Brahmavari, Thakur said it. Ganga is itself Brahman. Ganga is liquid Brahman, Thakur said. Brahman in liquid form is called Ganga. Right? Or, 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 or mother's milk, Inquiry Baba says, the divine mother's milk. Right? But, but still, even a Ganga, we have faith like that, and maybe experience like that, but we need the full, the full thing. So this mantra is there. And then we charge, Bhiksha Udis, we've gone through these already, we charge the the um, the water with mantra with the beach mantra of the deity being worshipped here at Kring so we Kring 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 eight times over food, over solids we do this ten times over liquids we do it eight times this is a topic reasons I don't have to give right now uh, um, and then called Matsya Mudra which is looks like Matsya means fish right and usually we think oh this covers it right because you can see this kind of covers so covers like that but actually, there's a deeper meaning as, as per Tantra Shastra. Just like when you, we've established this as an ocean of nectar, right? And so the, the soul swims in the ocean of Satyananda like a fish, 
Thakur described Brahman like that. Yeah. So this is another thing. Sometimes you'll see, we just do this, right? But you see, I've seen some Sri Vidya people, they're very, you know, they're like, <laughs> they have the whole thing, you know, they, their mudras are bewildering, you know, they, they take bewildering, you know. But, uh, so that's the idea of, of swimming through this ocean of nectar, right? So that's pretty good, I think. Pretty good, huh? So we've invoked Ganga, sun, moon, and fire. Ganga and the other, uh, 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 you purified it, you burned it, you filtered it, you've established the 11, you've invoked the 11, the, the 11 rivers, the seven rivers, you've um, uh, charged it with a beach mantra, and you've covered it or swam in the nectar of the whole thing, right? So that's pretty good, but not finished yet, there's more, right? Uh, then we, then, uh, 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 so then we offer another flower, Itagana Pushpe Tirte Bhyo Namaha. Tirte Bhyo means all Tirtas. We have established Ganga and the other rivers. We've established the Tirtas. These are the main Tirtas. Right? So we worship all Tirtas, all holy places. Not only all, all rivers, every holy place is worshipped. Right? All the holy rivers, all the holy places are there. Right? And then we show a series called Avahana, Avahana Mudras. Uh, Avahana, Avahana Yat Pancha Mudras. The five Mudras of invocation. Right, and so you see, maybe you see, we we do it on the fire too. We do this, 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 this. You see us doing these series of mudras, right? Each each action has a meaning, it, a pranic meaning, also a pranic. Uh, it is a a, um, a steering wheel of prana. It's symbolic, meaning, but it's also just like, oh, please come and sit. We do like it. Please come, 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 come. We we use these type of things, right? These are respectful versions. You do this to somebody, it's insulting, right? Yeah. Um, and with appropriate mantras, iha gacha, iha gacha, means come, agacha, agacha, come, come. I invoke you, I invoke you. Right, where are we invoking? We're invoking, of course, we're invoking her here. She's already here, or we're calling her here, both. But we're using this as the medium to invoke her presence here in general. Here specifically, but not specifically, it's done here in general. Iha gacha, iha gacha, right? Come, come. Iha tishta, iha tishta. Come and stay, sit. Right, come and sit down. If a guest and a, and a guest comes, you say, "Please come and take your seat." Right, you know, not just come and stand there. Right, you have to. This is a guest, not a special. This is a queen. This is not a, a not just a guest. This is the queen. This is your mother or your boss or your or the queen of countless trillions of universes. Right, you know. I always miss this one. Iha sanhi dehi. Iha that means be close, be close. Come, sit, and stay close to me. What an intimate thing, right? And that mudra is like this, right? It has, uh, each one, each mudra has a name. This is the avahana, avahani mudra, samstapani mudra, sanhi padini mudra, and this is the nirodini mudra. Iha sanhi rudrasya, iha sanhi means stay, stay. Come, sit, stay close, sit close to me, be close to me, and stay here. Stay here while we're worshiping you. Don't go anywhere. It's very interesting. Think about it. It's actually so. It's a ritual thing, but it's so intimate, right? I got two minutes, right? And then, San Mukki Karni Mudra. Then it's this is like that, and then it's like this, right? Uh, means face us, face us, face me. So come, sit, be close, stay, and face us. Right, we want face to face. This is not abstract, right? This is you know, in general. This is face to face. Now it's interesting because, of course, the very nature they say come, come. They look like 
even if you don't know what the meaning is, they look like you're invoking something. It's it's very, you know, like in the Catholic Church at a certain point where the priest does, they all do this, and you know, you see, even if you don't, if you don't know the secret of the mass, you can kind of see it makes sense, right? So this part also makes sense. But many many years ago, in Swami Shivananda Saraswati's Amrishika, it was his birthday, right? And we we have a great love for Swami Shivananda, and we had a little more time than we do now, so we decided to do a special homa for Swami Shivananda's birthday, right? And we're doing it where you're sitting, back there. And one devotee, who's also a great devotee of Swami, he's from the Shivananda tradition, but he didn't know it was Shivananda's birthday. He just came out of the blue that day. Perfect. I think Lord Shivananda invited him, right? And so it was, oh, good, come, come, come. And he saw, and he, he doesn't know the rituals of puja at that time. Now he does more. But when we did this, later, he told me, Swamiji, I felt, right? I felt, I felt Swami Shivananda enter the room and sit near us. I felt his presence, right? He says, and he says, and he was saying, oh, that's very, I'm very inspired, good, good, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad. When you're doing that thing with your hands, right? When you're saying, come, sit, you know, it's like, like he came and sat and sank, you know, it's like he, she felt it, he felt it happen, right? So we've, it's, 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 it's not just symbolic, it's symbolic, it's energetic, but it's actually, it's also prayerful. Ma, please, this is the most intimate thing, we're inviting you. We've done, a lo- we've done all this to invite you to sit down, so let, let us worship you properly. Then, para makirana mudra. We do like this. This is mudra. That means um, establish yourself here. Like like be fixed here, right? Adrista atra dishtanam kuru mama pujam krahana. Establish yourself here and accept our puja, right? Stay here. Be fixed here. Right and let us into let us worship you now, very intimate, right? Then Denumudra again, Omrim Amrita Kuru Swaha. May all this become Amrita nectar, right? Iha Parami Kuru again. Iha Parami Kuru means may this be supreme. May the supreme be here, not only be fixed, but be this be the supreme. So that's the gist of installing the ghat, not the ghat, the water conch, right? Then there's a little thing that this water, because it's not just, when we're invoking her, it's not just into the conscience, to the presence, into our heart, into our life, to our mind, to our environment, to our temple, to our image, to our yantra, right? So then this water is considered complete, non-different. The, the conch, sun, moon, and fire, the body, the universe, the, the goddess, the presence, the river, everything is here, right? So we want this not just to be here, we want it to be here, right? So then... One thing we can do, we can offer, we can, now she's here, and on Amavasha, we do a five-item worship to the, we do a full puja to the God, to this. Now she's here, usually we don't see it, you know, you see, it's like, we're quickly, we're quickly done. Etaganda Pushpe, Etaganda you know, different mantras are done like that. But, but then, this water is then sprinkled on everything. Maybe you're seeing where you turn around sometimes and sprinkle everybody, is, but, you know, if, maybe it doesn't get to everybody, it's the presence, the Shakti is sprinkled everywhere. Right, but we see sprinkled everywhere because and then it, um, Om Krim Amritam Kurus Kurus Swaha. May all this become Amrita. May all this become Amrita. Everything becomes nectar, right? You know, so it's so not we sprinkle it on the shrine, we sprinkle it on Ma, we sprinkle it on the on, on, on whoever's around us, on our own head. Everything becomes not nectar, right? And then again, the Denumudra, May all this become nectar. Om Krim Amritam Kuru Kurus Swaha. That is the establishment of the conch. So this is from the internal worship to the invocation of the conch. 
next step we'll talk next week is the how now what do you do to ins, to install her in the image right we first we do a nyasa we said we did nyasa on our body we do nyasa on her body right to, to and, and then we then a way of invoking that prana so a whole secret cool thing to, to invoke her and which we'll talk next week god willing any uh, thank you for your kind attention i'm three minutes late any comments questions you have two minutes don't hang up yet did it get recorded or any questions or comments no no is better it's way better well okay what no i said i'm sorry i don't have any okay you're usually really good for a Okay, thank you very much. Woman and save and all that stuff, if possible. Now I have to fill this back with water. But you see, what does this water get used? You see, we're, we're, we're bathing her with this. It's a big deal. Oh, now that now you want to. Okay. 